There is a shakeup in the Tigers broadcasting booth with a brand new face in Jason Benetti this season, but a face that people know quite well is Craig Monroe. He will be sitting right next to him. Simo joins us this morning. Six of his nine seasons played with the Tigers. You will be lead analyst for the second season in a row. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Jamie. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm up early. Couldn't couldn't wait. Excited to talk to you guys and talk a little Tiger baseball. Spring training is upon us, and uh, there should be a lot of excitement. You know, it's the first official workout today. What do you see happening in this Tigers organization? Optimism? More bats? Bigger hitters? Well, I, I'm going to start with the pitching, Jimmy. I think that's been the uh, that's been really the key uh, for this for this Tigers organization, going in, dating back to uh, the last couple of years where they've really kind of turned the curve. Uh, I think they're ahead of the bats uh, right now. Uh, I do love what Chris Fetter, the pitching coach, and Robin Lund, who's been you know called the scientists of pitching, is what they've done with this young uh, pitching staff. Now they did go out and they signed Kent to Maeda. He's going to be the, you know, the veteran on the staff and kind of show the little the youngers the way. Uh, but then on the offensive side, you speak of uh, Mark Canna. He's an on-base machine. He's an example of what you want your batters, your, the other young hitters in the lineup uh, to model, and he, and he gets after. He grinds out every at bat. So I think the Tigers organization, Scott Harris and AJ Hinn, they're excited about adding a guy like Mark Canna who can kind of lead the veteran hitters, I mean the younger hitters, uh, and kind of show them the way. We've got a lot of amazing young arms, Craig. I mean, we've got Mize, we've got Manning, Reese Olsen, um, and then we've got uh, some vets like Tarek Skubal that are bouncing back off of injury. Where are we with with those guys and and their state of rehab and readiness? Well, both. I mean, Casey Mize should be at full health. Uh, towards the end of the season last year, watched several of his bullpens. He wasn't throwing anything with the wrinkle, but he was, you know, 95-plus with his fastball. He was showing excellent command of that fastball. So I'm encouraged and excited for him to be back in 2024, uh, back in the trenches. I mean, that's where players, that's where we want to be. We want to play. We want to be in the trenches in those dogfights with our teammates. And now that he's healthy, I know he's excited about getting back uh, and competing. Reese Olsen was very impressive to me last season. Here's a young kid that just had ice water in his veins. Just didn't seem to be overwhelmed with anything. And with that wicked slider and change-up mix with his secondary pitches, and when he has that real good fastball command, I mean, he's going to be tough on any opposing lineup. So I look forward to watching him navigate uh, through a lineup as well. And if you go back to Terry Skubo, the last 15 starts of the season, I mean, he, you could make the argument he was the best pitcher in all of baseball. He just overpowered uh, guys with that uh, upper 90s fastball, 99-mile-per-hour fastball, top of the zone. And he really started to use the changeup. So, again, this, this pitching staff has really done an excellent job of putting game plans together, seeking up mechanics to allow these guys to maximize uh, their ability. Greg, I know two different sports, but we just have been on a high. We were on a high with the Detroit Lions and what they've done uh, for the organization and for the city of Detroit. Do you see that the uh, Tigers organization and the players want to try to continue that 
that high that we're on uh, here in the city and, and, and really played and do well this year? No, I do. Uh, given that the uh, division, the American League Central, is not the strongest division, uh, you can make the argument that the Tigers are – I, I believe this wholeheartedly. They, we've got a chance to win the division. I've said it out loud that I believe that we are going to win the division uh, because of how we, we beat up on the American League Central last year. Uh, the Tigers struggled against the American League East. And if we, could, if we could just be more competitive in the East, and I think we will be when you, you start thinking about guys like Kent Maeda taking the bump, Terry Skubal hopefully returning to form. And, again, we talk about this offense, younger players, uh, Riley Green, a healthy Riley Green. You talk about what Spencer Torkelson was able to, to overcome uh, after his first full season in the big leagues. He hit 30 home runs last year. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. that for me in itself, like he, he, he's only going to get better. He started hunting pitches that he knows that he can handle, and he, was, he wasn't missing. He, was, he got better on the pull side. When they started to come inside, he was really getting the bat head out in front. The boys had a little joke going last year that the party was out in front. Uh, he was partying out in front for sure because he was hitting the long ball. Hard hit rate was way up. You love that. Riley Green, if he's healthy again. And you got to talk about Coke Keith. Tigers went out and signed him. Six years, $28 million. He hasn't swung, He hasn't hit. He hasn't gotten a hit at the major league level. <laughs> so that tells you how much they think about this young man. He's, he's a character guy. He's a grinder. He's a winner. And he just wants to get after you every single day. Well, guys, collectively, this is what they're building. And you, you, you kind of take that Lions mentality and what we've seen with Dan Campbell is that they grind you out and they just keep grinding and then you knock them down, they get right back up and they keep coming. Well, that's what the culture has been created at the, in the Tigers clubhouse. Guys are going to get after you on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively and on the mound. We, we all should be getting a little bit excited now. We're not going to say that they're going to win the World Series. We're just going to tell you that they're going to be a very competitive team uh, in 2024. Uh, Craig, it's, it's a new era without Mickey, and I'm told that Javier Baez is going to be in his locker, so maybe there's some sort of magic transference there. Oh, my God, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, with you. I'm with you guys. I am definitely with you guys on that. Um, and talk about A.J. Hinch just leading this ship, this veteran in his position. Well, I just love the way he handles uh, his players. He's got an open-door policy. He doesn't let things linger. He's, he's going to address it uh, right away. I mean, I've told this story before. He's a great communicator. Uh, he was communicating when he was playing the game as a backup catcher down in Toledo or in Toledo with me back, well, I'm gonna tell my age, back in the day. So... I just had an experience with him that allowed me to believe that he's the right guy for the job. The guy seemed to rally around him. And he's very strategic in, in the way he operates uh, and how he calls, I mean, how he goes about, you know, getting the guys in the right positions uh, to succeed. He pushes those right buttons. You talk about pinch hitting. Last year, one of the, we, we were in the top five in pinch hitting, if not top three. Uh, use pinch hitters. Well, guys were coming up big, and it was the I, what I loved about it when I talked to the guys like Badu. Uh, it was telling me that they were already prepared for the bat in the eighth inning or the ninth inning. They were already prepared for that guy that they were going to face in the fifth inning. 
so they're just always seem they always this staff seems to always be ahead, and 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 they are well aware of what's going on in the team and how they can take advantage of the weaknesses of the other teams. And I think that's what a manager is all about: lead by example, show up, don't ride the emotional roller coaster, stay the course, trust the guys, and then that's how. I believe the guys start to trust each other. And we started to see this clubhouse really come together and start pulling the same way. This is a good group of guys that, that pulls for each other. And I think A.J. Hinch, no question, has a lot to do with it. I got to ask you, Craig, I know you are a professional. You prep for every game. But has your off-season preparation included a trip to your tailor? Are we going to see some of the the landmark style that we have come to? Well, a he's going to do radio too. Are you going to dress up for radio? No, Jamie. That, that's when I'm going to take a break. <laughs> I'm not going to dress up on the radio. Now I'm going to try to you know pull off something. But I will definitely be you know definitely have on some. I've been to the tailor. I've got something special for opening day. I'm looking forward to opening day. I always try to bring something, you know, some fly, some fancy, colorful. Yeah, you it's, always it's do. Yeah. Day, there's not a party. It's, it's just it's no better party than a Detroit <laughs> Open Day party. Well, so right. I got to be dressed for the. I got to be dressed for the, for the okay. occasion. Okay, Craig, Lloyd and I will both dress too, and uh, we will have a style showdown, a GQ. Let's uh, do it. Uh, the matchup <laughs> opening day when we take the show downtown. By the way, opening day is Friday, April 5th. Let's all get ready. Get wow. your outfits ready. Craig, we can't wait to hear you on radio and see you on television. I, I mean, I can't wait, Jim. I'm really excited to be doing both. Listen, this is, I'm learning as I go, and, I, and I've learned so much over the last few years. Uh, and then last year, getting a chance to be in the booth. Uh, again, I talked about putting in the work. It's just like playing the game. Yeah. Uh, I just got to keep putting in the work, keep getting better, and, and sky's the limit to what I, I believe I can become here. And you know man. what? Who better to give him props than Dan Dickerson said, Craig, you really put in the work. So thank you. We can't wait for the season. Yeah. Have a great day. All right. You guys, too. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Next on JR Morning, we're going to talk about small businesses and the future of small business in our state. But I think the future of the Detroit Tigers is bright. The stock is rising. Good (laughs) thing. You know, change means more reliable energy for homes and businesses all across the state of Michigan. And Consumers Energy knows keeping the lights on, it's got to be job one. So from tree trimming to bearing lines to the new technology that can shift power capacity around in an outage situation, they've got plans for fewer and shorter outages for you the consumer last year they cleared tree branches for more than 7,000 miles of power lines they replaced poles with sturdier materials things that can withstand higher winds and more extreme weather they also added the smart technology that will be employed when there is extreme weather so their reliability roadmap is in vogue every day so that even the worst storm will not affect more than 100,000 customers and all customers get power back on within 24 hours. Consumers Energy, a force of change, a force for you.